Welcome to the Good Mom Podcast. I'm Brooke. And I'm Jenna. We're here to talk about all the shit that goes on in your head with parenthood that you're too afraid to talk about because it makes you feel like a bad parent. We all feel this way and we all have those thoughts. You're not a bad parent. We are all in this together on this crazy ass parenthood ride. So buckle up, bitches. All right, everybody. So welcome back to another episode of The Good Mom. So this week we are doing a special interview. We have Emily on. Um, who is pregnant with twins. So last episode, we guys told you that we were going to be doing a twin interview, and we are so excited. Just so you know, you just said we guys told you. Is that a fucking problem? Yeah, we told you guys. Okay, no. So listen, so before we get into this episode, last night, Jen and I were trying to record the new intro. This dumbass kept fucking it up by saying, what were you saying? You kept putting and instead of saying about. Okay, time so you out. you want to sit over here and talk about what I'm saying? Go fuck yourself. Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> Let's just say, like, that about is three times in one sentence. It's not my fault you wrote it that way. Okay, it's not my fault that you can't fucking read. So, moving on. Thank you for joining us, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello there. So, you are pregnant with two. And I got to see a sneak peek of your little baby bump. Little baby bump. Your twins baby bump. Oh my gosh. It's massive. Does it is it uncomfortable? Are you uncomfortable? Oh yeah. Like all the fucking time. All the fucking time. I'm not quite to that point yet, but I remember like the sleeping, I, trying to move. When you stand up and you feel like you might shit yourself because like you feel like your whole bottom's gonna fall out. Yes. <clears throat> I'm there. I've made it. And how far along are you? I am twenty three weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? I have so long to go. <laughs> Time is like what happens? Out. Do you create another body and then the, you put the other baby in that body and then that body finishes your pregnancy? Like how do you have more room in your one body? I, I think one of them goes into my leg. <laughs> oh, probably. That's a good point. Or maybe up in the tit. Yeah. Oh, please no. Please no. <laughs> oh, ow. So you and your husband um, were in for a big fucking shock. (laughs) Hey, let's try for a baby. And then? (laughs) And then it happened. Yeah, so you guys try for a baby, and then it's like, okay, great, we're pregnant. There's fucking two. Yep. So we went in and had our first ultrasound. Well, I had to go by myself because of the, the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there with a mask on, and they gave me the transvaginal ultrasound. And they said back and forth a couple of times, the ultrasound tech and her assistant, like, does that look like, yeah. I think if you, well, if you just move over here, yeah. What about, I think that that's, and I'm thinking, can someone fucking clue me in? Like, right, that's so scary. What's happening? <laughs> Am I gonna what's die? What's happening? Yeah. And she said, "Well, um, we think we think we see twins, and I've got a mask on." So they're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> sure. Do I have a choice yeah, to she... not be okay? Because right, right. And so then they showed me, you know, here's, we see two fetal poles and two sa- two separate sacs and 
I was like, okay, yeah, no, I see that. Turns out my mom had uh, fraternal twins on her side. Oh, really? Her grandfather was a fraternal twin. I had no idea. Nobody could clue you into that before you decided to get pregnant? That twins weren't in the family? No. No, she told me the day I told her I was pregnant with twins. Well, at least you found out. Oh, yeah, well, my grandfather. (laughs) By the way. Yeah. That's exactly how it happened. How did... Okay, I have... Okay, so you said that the ultrasound techs were getting, like... Were they excited? Were they shocked that you were pregnant with twins? So they were were surprised because they don't see twins almost ever. I went to the Choices Chattanooga place, which I think is like adoption, abortion counseling. But they offer free ultrasounds. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going there. (laughs) That's the way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So they gave me one. I don't, they, they hand you this checklist, like when you sign in. And at the bottom, it says, how do you feel about this pregnancy? And it's all these different faces. And you're supposed to circle how you feel, like literally smiley faces except there were no smiling smiley faces they were all like scared indifferent worried stressed angry sad and i was like do you guys have happy faces nobody can be happy about being pregnant (laughs) yeah so i was like um i'm actually pumped this is we've been working on this for a while so i'm excited i just wanted to my ob couldn't get me in any time this week so i would like i just wanted to get an ultrasound before I told my family. So they uh, they got me in. And so they, I guess they didn't realize that I was excited about being pregnant. And so they were, they were concerned because they thought it might scare me out of being pregnant, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them anymore. There's two. Fuck it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll try again. I think, I think that's what they thought. So. How do we get rid of like, just no, one? Mean, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Right. Just kidding. Yeah. So I don't think weird. that's a thing. So what was what was your husband's reaction? What did Ronnie think? Um, the first words out of his mouth were, I told you. Uh, Excuse yeah. me? Which, to be totally fair, he said the words. I just don't think he believed them. But he did. I mean, his grandfather was a twin. Oh, really? So there's like twins yes. on both sides? Yes, oh. but the thing about twins is it has to be on the maternal side. Oh, he yeah. can't give me twins. Now, he could have passed the gene on to his daughter, Eva, but he could not have given me twins. Oh, so does that mean he's that. passed it on to Penelope? Yep, he could. So you might be have. a twin grandma one day? <laughs> I don't know how it works with generation I'm skipping, so but jealous. that's possible. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So how did you and if your so. husband meet? Uh, well, it was about nine years ago. We were at a bar because <laughs> we're classy. Classic love we story. Went, yes. We went to see a mutual friends band play and um, I thought that he was so precious. I had a boyfriend when we met. Oh, what? good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, I met Ronnie and I even went to work the next day and said, so I met the man I'm going to marry. And they were like, oh yeah, Chris. And I was like, oh, who's that? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, shit. Oops. (laughs) I love stories like that though. The cheating ones? (laughs) 
the cheese was. Same. (laughs) The one about, like, I'm going to marry that guy someday. I don't know. Okay, listen over. I'm single over here. Okay. Look. Okay, but no, that's, like, something true, though, because I did the same thing to Wes. You could ask Wes, like, as soon as he and I, like, met, I told him to his face. I was like, I'm going to marry you. And he was like, ah, fucking freak. (laughs) Two kids. Six years later. We still fucking. <laughs> okay, but I've told plenty of people that I'm going to marry them someday. Yeah, but you're just a psycho. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be totally honest, I didn't actually believe it. I just said it. Fair enough. Same. And then it came true. So Yeah, right. I spoke it into existence. So how long have you guys been <laughs> to like how long have you guys been together? You said 9 We've years. We've been together for 9 years, yeah. And we've been married for three years at the end of this month. Wow. He wasn't sure he wanted to keep her. He <laughs> <laughs> took a minute. It's like, uh. <laughs> it took a while to decide. <laughs> it was your boobs that did it. He was like, yeah, this girl's got good boobs. <laughs> and now I'll, like, I'll marry her. <laughs> now she's pregnant. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> They're ruined. Titties are going to get weird. <laughs> well, he can't say shit because I'm going to point at him and say it's your fault. This is your fault. Did you guys have the kid talk before, like way before, like you guys got married? Or did you have the kid talk after you got married? We did before we got married. I truthfully didn't want kids until I met Ronnie. I know that sounds cheesy, but he has a daughter from a previous marriage. And so when I saw them together, I was like, I mean, I could have kids with him. And then the more we were together, the more I was like, yeah, I think I want kids. But we kind of had this mindset of like, if it happens, then it happens. If not, then it wasn't supposed to. And then we actually tried for like seven months before we finally got pregnant. So it was, it was the same excited. with our with my first Jenna, Jenna's kind of Jenna's first baby story is even better than mine. But um, <laughs> it was the same. Like it took like nine months for us to get pregnant. Everybody's always like, "Oh, it's so easy to get pregnant. You have to, you know, make sure you always wear a condom." Bullshit. This motherfucker was blowing his load inside of me on the daily and. It took that long to get pregnant. Like, don't fucking tell me it's easy. It's not. I agree. And every month that my period would come, I was so sad. Oh, yes. Ugh. Oh, my God. I Yeah, I remember that. Because I would be excited. Even if I was, like, a day late, I would, like, immediately get my hopes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And then my exactly. period come. Yeah, it was definitely crushing. So we're talking about how long it took to get pregnant. And Jenna got pregnant in a night. <laughs> On birth control. Yes. Uh, Pulling out. Yes. Uh, All of it. So, shit. yeah. Um, it was super fun. Uh, I can only imagine. Yeah. The, um, it was a hurricane. Yep. Wasn't it? it was Hurricane Matthew. <laughs> um, <laughs> my family decided that they were evacuating and they actually went to, Brooke's mother-in-laws so my grandma and um or my nana and they asked me if I wanted to go well my work was still up and down in the air and they were like they weren't sure if we were going to be working if we were going to be open we were on lockdown for 24 hours but I was scheduled like right after and so they were like are you gonna go with us fucked a guy (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried about work should we have sex (laughs) I know there's impending doom my job might need me. Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. 
So they left and I was alone at the house and he was like, well, if you want to come over so you're not alone. I'm like, sure. And yeah. What a gentleman. (laughs) Not. (laughs) So yeah, that's how I got pregnant. <clears throat> right, we're sitting here talking about our oh god, it took so long, and she's like, "What I don't." <laughs> yeah, I always <laughs> tell people that are trying to get pregnant, I'm like, "Don't try, and um, go ahead and jump on the pill real quick, and maybe it'll work for you." <laughs> right. There you go. Birth control. Solid. Solid. Yeah, it's that's the way to go. So whatever <laughs> you guys told, so you said Ronnie, he does have a child from a previous relationship. So yes. your stepchild, your bonus child, your child child, mm-hmm. sweet little Eva. So you told her you're having twins. What did yep. you do? So she lives in Raleigh, North Carolina with her mom. She lives near and we. She does. And we get her for the summertime. We'll be check out the summer and then we'll have her around the holidays. Um, and then we try to plan visits. Like we'll go up there for a long weekend. And go visit her. Um, she's 11, and she has already has a little sister on her mom's side. So um, when she came for the summer, we we tried to wait to tell her because we we knew it would be her last summer here, being the only child. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think and, of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, I was really worried about. Because, you know, these kids are going to be there all the time around her dad, and she is all the time wanting to be around her dad. So it's, it's, it's hard. So I was worried about it, but when we, I showed her the ultrasound pictures and she said, baby A and baby B, (laughs) what does that mean? Does that mean twins? I said, yep, I'm having twins. She freaked out. She was so She was so excited. She's been a sweetheart the entire time. She'll call me all the time and ask how I'm feeling. And want to see my belly. That's like the best outcome. <laughs> At least she didn't like smack you and run away. That Which would have been me. As I a kid. might have been acceptable. <laughs> like I understand. Please, I get please it, girl. continue to be upset. I get it. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> but no, she's been amazing. Do you guys want to have more, or like you got your two? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yes. No. No. No, I just wanted the one, but... You, you know, got to. I've actually had people ask me, why twins? The fuck? You think I did this to myself? Wait, are you serious? People ask that? 100%. I cannot 100%. believe that. You should just... You should... Oh, my God. You should come up with an answer. You should come up with an answer. Why <laughs> twins? Well, because... <laughs> and, like, create some, like, elaborate fucking answer. And then they'd be like, uh... Well, and you know what? People assume that it's IVF too. A lot of people have asked me, you know, oh, is it because, yeah. So I I wonder if that's why they think, which is totally inappropriate either way. Right. I'm pregnant with twins, period. You don't ask people how they conceive twins. Somebody put their seed inside of my vagina and it accepted it. And then there were two. I don't know. I'm like, I don't understand the question. Right. Especially if it was IVF. Like those women work hard to get pregnant and, for one and if they have two like that i mean not that you're not excited but like a lot of them are very excited oh my god yes i well i i I can't imagine it's so expensive i don't even i can't even wrap my head around the amount of money it's just and to have someone question you and like 
I can't. I, I would be. I, mine were natural, yes, but what even? It's all natural, you know. Yeah. So what, anybody what who is listening to this, if you have IVF and anybody's questioning you like that, tell them to go fuck themselves. Exactly. Plain and if and you won't, send them to us. We got you. Yeah. I'll tell you them. Me and my twins. DM me. <laughs> Drop <laughs> into my DMs. So besides being just like two babies, a lot of pressure, a lot of tummy stretching, what other kind <laughs> of pregnancy symptoms have you been dealing with? So uh, just sore boobs. You know, the typical. You've I was told like by my OB. Pregnancy. Yeah, maybe more intense because there's two. I've got double the hormones. Um, but I, they told me that I wouldn't have the uh, second trimester burst of energy that singleton moms get. So There's a fucking burst of energy? That. Where? <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Well, that's what everyone tells me, you know? That's when you'll start nesting. That's when you'll start. And I, so I said, when do I get that? When does that show up? And they were like, she said, oh, honey, no. <laughs> Not for you. You've got twins. You're going to be tired forever. <laughs> it's like, perfect. For the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I feel like the nesting stuff would like still come. You would just be like tired and nesting. You don't think about like wanting to do like your nursery and stuff like that. I do, but I don't think that I'm as motivated. And maybe, maybe. it'll hit me. Maybe it'll hit me, but I haven't had my baby shower yet. So we have almost nothing. Like virtually nothing. We have some diapers. We've been buying diapers. Yeah, that's And smart. we've been Grabbing random clothes, like I bought some creamy onesies, just plain creamy onesies, just mm-hmm. in case, because twins tend to come early. Yeah, right. And they're little anyway, because mm-hmm. they're sharing. They are. They're in two separate placentas, though, so they're the safest twin pregnancy. Yeah, that's good. I was From I was talking I to I was talking to Wes about that. I was like, that's so like weird to think about. Like you literally have two little humans in their own little houses inside your body. She and has it just freaks three me the hearts fuck out. inside her body right now. Ugh, shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. It's making me freak out. Wait, no. 20 <laughs> fingers and 20 toes. That's a lot. Yeah, and they're just like yeah. peeing inside of you and everything. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's a dick inside me right now. Oh, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> jealous. Same. <laughs> we, uh, we actually talked for a while about whether or not we wanted a boy or a girl, speaking of boys and girls, because we already have a girl. And so I was like, I kind of want a boy just because, like, we want one. And then now that, like, I'm having a girl, I'm like, no, I think I was supposed to have two girls. But then I yeah. think in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe one day I'll adopt a boy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I still want a boy. And Wes is like, if you have any more children, I'm like, I'm not going to have them, but that doesn't mean we won't have them. <laughs> yeah. I might still be yeah. uh, snagging me one up. I talk about it like they're just like stray dogs on the side of the street. Like I can just grab me a kid. Please, guys, don't come after me. I'm not a kidnapper. <laughs> not yet. I know there's a lot of work that goes into adoption. <laughs> just, I just, it's something that I like to think about that maybe it'll happen. I know that it won't. So whenever you are laying in bed at night, mm. do you get stupid, crazy cravings? Not really. Fuck. I haven't had any crazy cravings. I didn't have any with my first, but this time it's been, it's only been at night though. Okay. So I don't know if maybe that's a thing. Pickled jalapenos has been a big one. Ooh, crescent rolls. That's current, currently trending as crescent rolls. Snacks. (laughs) What'd you just say? 
Snacks. Snacks. Oh, the salt. Okay, so she was making fun of me last night because I eat saltines as a snack. Is that weird? Uh, my mom used to put butter on saltines and call it an appetizer. So okay, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, Paula Dean. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Butter. <laughs> my sweet mother. Maybe her cravings so will had... still come. So every everything that I've craved, I guess, has been uh, stuff that I liked before I was pregnant. I just, I guess I just wanted it more. Is that craving? Yes. Yeah, yeah, cravings. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be something but, weird. Like nothing, yeah, it wasn't really anything, but it's not really at night. It's just, like, I'll remember it, and I'm like, oh, shit, I want that. Yes, okay. Like, yeah. I remember that it exists. Like, and you can, I'll, like, taste I'll, it in your mouth sometimes, and you're like, ooh. Yes. I do that the not first, pregnant. like... <laughs> The first, like, three months, I was like, I would fucking murder somebody for a root beer float. And so, Yes! That I was mine! My- <laughs> a mug! I drove my happy ass, yes, to get ice cream and root beer. Mm-hmm. So good. But then, uh, after that, after that, for like a week, I was over it. So I've got a fucking fridge full of root beer. <laughs> Better be prepared. So besides, besides like your cravings yeah. and stuff like that, I know that. So like one of the big focuses, obviously, of the Good Mom is like mental struggles, mental health, and all that stuff. So being pregnant, any medications and shit that like you're usually on, you're fucking off of. Which we literally talked about. Jen and I had a meeting last night. We literally talked about last night being like unmedicated and like what the fuck is going on in your head when you're pregnant and you can't have your medicine. How have you been, like, managing and, like, dealing with, like, your mental struggles, mental battles, being pregnant? With, oh, my gosh, not just being a new mom to twins, first time pregnant, Mm -hmm. two twins, but also coronavirus and, like, all the other shit, like, right now. Yeah, it's been, it's been really hard. Um, I was diagnosed as an adult with ADHD, and so medication kind of, like, saved my, my life, like, it helped me figure out why my brain works the way that it does. Mm-hmm. And it helped me kind of manage my symptoms. Like, so I felt like superhuman when right. I was medicated. Mm-hmm. I kicked ass at my job and I really enjoyed it. And I still really enjoy it. It's just maintaining that level of productivity and focus and, it's just been a lot harder now that I haven't been able to take my medicine. Did they say if you'd be able to go back on it once you started breastfeeding? No, I can't take it while I breastfeed. So I'm kind of hoping I can't. <laughs> well, even if you don't, fuck. If you if medicine is more important than the breastfeeding, yeah, choose the fucking medicine. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the only thing that would make me breastfeed and not medicate is if I'm just really fucking good at it because it's free. Right. Okay. Yes. Point proven. <laughs> free food. Yes. <laughs> that is. I'll true. take free. Yes. Fuck breast is breast is best. Breast is free. So. Yes. <laughs> breast is free. Yeah, because formula so, and all that shit is not fucking cheap. Secretly hoping that I can't breastfeed. Have you felt like any kind of coping or anything to like help yourself because uh, I'm not just asking for interview sake. I'm also asking because I have a notebook in front of me and I need some fucking help. 
for coping with my ADHD symptoms. Yeah, and just like the fears and struggles, just like all of it, all of it, all of it. I don't. I don't really know. I I'm just kind of day to day. My husband's been great. Yeah, my my coworkers have been very understanding. My teammates, my supervisor, everyone's been very. They know that they can. They know the difference between me unmedicated and me medicated, and right. they know that I love my job and I'm dedicated to my work. It's just hard for me when I'm not medicated. So they know that when this is all said and done, and I'm back at work after the twins come, that I'll be right back to my old self and and being. But it's it is very hard because I feel like I'm letting people down, and that's a lot of expectation though. For them to think that, like, you'll come back and, like, be normal. I hope that they don't think that because what if you're not? Like, what if you come back and, like, you've got, like, postpartum? Or what if you come back and, like, the twins are just, like, have changed you completely and you're having to figure out a whole new, like, side of yourself and they have expectations? I don't want them to set expectations for you and then then be disappointed when they don't get what they expect. Does that make sense? I don't like that. Yeah, because I (laughs) super, super care what people think. I really do. And I know I shouldn't. But it's it's hard for me to kind of let go of that right. people-pleasing part of me. So it yeah. would be really hard if they weren't understanding. If I come back and I'm not as productive as I once was or whatever, it would be very hard for me. But I, I have a great team. Yeah. I've, I really I really have had a lot of support and understanding. And hopefully, I mean, I'm sure that I'll continue. I don't see it not continuing. So do you have yeah. any tips for Brooke on how to make friends? <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Jenna. <laughs> uh, no, I have no friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I miss my friends. I haven't seen anybody in forever. It's been really... I mean, Brooke does. It's been shitty. Not being able to see people. Yeah. During all this pandemic stuff. Like, a baby shower is going to be weird and walky because yeah. half the people won't want to come. And I, and I understand that. Are you doing one in person? Yeah. You're going to do yeah. it in person one? Mm-hmm. As long as I'm not, you know, on strict bed rest. Yeah, for real. That's like yeah. a big fear of mine is bed rest. I'm like terrified of bed rest. Are you scared of it? I think it'll be really annoying. But, I mean, I went, I did actually go see the highest doctor last week for the first time. And he was like, you know, bed rest could be in your future. You're, you're pretty near future. So Ew. just keep that in mind. Yeah. And it's just because of the the whole diagnosis. Right. I wish someone would put me on bed rest. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody come take care of Jenna. <laughs> she needs it. <laughs> Calling all people whose fantasy is to just watch a girl lay in bed all day. <laughs> She's now taking applications. <laughs> Listen, they're out there. Yes. I know they're out there. Oh, wait. For real? Yes. <laughs> You should start yes. an OnlyFans account where it's just you sleeping. <laughs> you could make a buck. <laughs> you, you totally could, from what I understand. So let's get into some nitty gritties. So we talked about you being already large in your twin pregnancy. Your baby bump is is already like at a point where you're, people are like, oh, she's probably like 35 weeks pregnant. And you're like. I'm 25. You're 25, right? 23. 23 weeks. <laughs> 23 weeks pregnant. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I look like I'm about to give birth. Yeah. Like, people are going around me in the store. Like, oh, <laughs> like you're in <laughs> fucking <laughs> orbit. <laughs> you have a pool. They're like, oh, her water's going to break on my shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too good. So do you find it difficult? I know we talked about, like, sleeping positions, like, being uncomfortable and stuff like that. But do you find it uncomfortable to have sex? Um, no, because we're lazy. <laughs> I don't know if you can picture like lazy doggy style. We're lazy fuckers. Yes, is. lazy dog is the perfect is. pregnancy position. I think I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I've talked about that before at my sex mm-hmm. episode. That like lazy dog <laughs> is the best. Not only is it the yeah. best for first time anal people, but it's also the best for pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it's so it's so easy. There's like there's no pressure points. There's no pressure of like your baby belly because you can like stuff a pillow under your stomach to even like have more support for your belly mm-hmm. doggy style is fucking bullshit like regular doggy style you feel like no. your back's gonna no. snap in half because your fucking baby belly is like touching the bed my stomach like, would touch the bed yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no we do the lazy but um i'm waiting because i've been feeling them move for a while now and so, sometimes i can feel them on the outside like with my hand I can uh-huh. feel them move. yeah um, so I'm waiting for the night we're doing doggy, lazy doggy, and he gets kicked in the head. It's like, oh, okay, fuck. It's like, Immediately oh, flaccid. Oh. <laughs> Insta-flaccid. Right. <laughs> no more, please. Has he had that fear of, like, touching them that all men seem to have? Uh, not yet. Which I'm surprised by because I'm so large. But no, I've had, I had the uh, high-risk doctor check my cervix at the last appointment and he was like he he told me i had a beautiful cervix it was very weird thank you (laughs) ew god he didn't see it he didn't even see it (laughs) he was talking about the length that was the ultrasound tech she said no you're five centimeters you're good that's such a weird thing to say to somebody though yeah beautiful cervix i was like oh thanks i just got it decorated Just put new lights in. <laughs> Do you fear sex? Um, I did before I had them check my cervix. I was a little worried. I They checked me recently because yeah. I'll have like really bad like pains and cramps and stuff like that. But what's weird. Okay. So what's weird is that like I'll have really bad pains and cramps and stuff and like all through the day. But once we have mm-hmm. sex and I have an orgasm, all that stuff goes away. It's like my body was just like, yeah. no, girl, you just needed to come. <laughs> But (laughs) normal, honestly, because even have you ever heard about that? Like with period cramps, like that having sex will make those cramps just disappear. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that. I've heard that. But I was worried that like it was the something was wrong with the baby and like having sex would like cause like more damage and being like jostled up because it's not always like the gentlest of lazy dogs. Okay, I might lay there like a dead fish, but that doesn't mean I'm not getting tossed around. Okay. (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, there's a worry. I'm in a couple twin mom groups, and there's been a ton of the twin moms or multiples moms who have had an insufficient cervix mm-hmm. situation. Right. And the the way they describe it is like lots of pressure. And I had some pressure. I'm worried that maybe my cervix wasn't long enough. If they had checked it before, I didn't know. They didn't tell me. So I had, of course, talked to myself into believing that 
I had an insufficient cervix and was not okay until someone checked me. But actually, now that you're saying that, so before that, yeah, I just thought of that. I literally went to the high risk doctor the other day because they were worried about my cervix because of the pressure that I've been having and the pains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was to do like the anatomy, and it was to do the. They were going to measure the length of my cervix, like you just said, and mm-hmm. they ended up finding with the baby what they found which I'm not ready to like mm-hmm. quite talk about yet. Um, and they never said anything about my cervix. So I don't even know. <laughs> they never, they focused on like what they found in the uterus instead of like telling me if my cervix was okay. I guess it would be. Cause I'm it's... sure they measured it. I'm sure they did too, but they never told me if it was okay. Cause that Maybe was like the main them. point of me going. Yeah, I yeah, bet you like, could hey. call and ask. Remember when y'all yeah. were supposed to tell me if I am okay? <laughs> am I competent? Remember the original reason I came? Right. Let's, let's talk about that. No, you could probably call and find out. So Brooke's been telling me about this, like, you know, milk squirting when she orgasms. Does that happen to you? <laughs> that has not happened okay, to me. Okay, thank no. you. It didn't <laughs> happen to me in my first pregnancy until after I had Lilia. Once I had my daughter and I was like, my milk had dropped and like I was fully producing milk, I would come and my boobs would squirt milk. And I'm not talking like full-on fountains but it would like drip down my stomach and stuff like that sometimes so now in my second pregnancy and like having milk this early it does it does happen sometimes but definitely not as bad as it does like once my milk dropped so prepare yourself because it might it doesn't always probably happen to every woman but this bitch be leaking everywhere i used to have to get fucked with a towel i would literally be on top and i would like hold a towel to my tits so that way whenever like i would have an orgasm i wouldn't like make a mess keep that locked away in your brain She'll sh- keep a towel near you whenever you go- whenever your milk comes in. Okay. Especially okay. whenever you're trying to dry your milk up. That's the worst one. Uh, my boobs are twitching. You're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like they're excited they're like they're or they're pissed. <laughs> yeah. they're, like they're worried. Right. They're scared. They're terrified. I'm fine, but they're scared. I don't blame them. So do you find your confidence, like, is it good? Is it bad? Do you, did you have self, like, good self-confidence before you got pregnant? Do you think you're hot? Um. Well, she was talking about how good her boobs were, so. I know, bitch. I mean, I, I had uh, features that I favored, but I never really felt like, it, like, before I got pregnant, I never really felt like I'm hot or whatever. I'm only five feet tall, so... <laughs> The best I can get is, aw, you're cute. Ew. <laughs> I'm not sexy. I'm cute. So I was okay with that. But, I, I mean, I don't know that it's changed. I don't really feel not confident in the way that I look. I have good and bad days. But they're, they, like, I wouldn't go out looking like this in a sweatshirt and sweatpants. Bitch, I would. But, well, without a bra either, so. Bitch, I but, would. <sighs> If I, I mean, I, I would, but I wouldn't feel confident. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> but like, the maternity shirts and stuff that have the ruching on the side, that's nice because it accentuates the bump. Yeah. Because really from the back, from the back, you can't tell I'm pregnant. And I was surprised because I did not, I totally thought I was going to be a gremlin when I got pregnant. I was worried. <laughs> I was worried. It's like, oh fuck, I want to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel okay. So I don't feel that like sounds like your self confidence is better because you thought you were going to be a gremlin and you're not. So there you go. It's great. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're yeah. right. I definitely feel like 
I don't have a problem with myself being pregnant. I was confident no. before I had my first. I was confident in my pregnancy. I thought I was hot as shit. My fucking titties were massive. My husband was like, I was like super horny all the time because your hormones are all over the place. We were like having sex all the time. It makes mm. you feel great. And then when I had her, that's when everything like fucking tanked off for me was because I, think that'll be I lost confidence in myself, my abilities to because like I wasn't producing milk, which we'll talk about that in another episode, too. But like I wasn't producing the milk the way that I thought that I should be. And so you feel like shit already in yourself because you can't do the one thing your baby was supposed to do. And then having them early makes you feel like shit because you feel helpless, like your body failed you. Your kids are in the fucking like NICU and you're panicking like it just everything comes together. And I never ever recovered from it until now now i'm pregnant i'm like i'm fucking hot let's bet <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm not even kidding i like ever since i had her i have hated myself and then i got pregnant again and i'm like okay girl i'm like looking at myself in the mirror i'm like look at you little baby bump <laughs> i'm definitely i have those feelings for sure about like with with it being twins they're probably well they are gonna be early right um because that well, and I've been diagnosed with coleostasis, mm-hmm. um, which is where my liver and my gallbladder are not doing their job the way they should because of the pregnancy hormones. Right. It's slowing them down, and so that's why my hands and feet are itching so much all the time. Um, but I can't go past thirty-seven weeks because it increases the risk of stillborns. Yeah. And that scares the hell out of me, and the fact that it's twins. They recommend even earlier than right. 37 weeks. And so I know my kids will likely be in the NICU. And I know I, I have I have felt like my body is not doing the way, what it's supposed to to help. Yeah, you feel like a failure. Furnish two babies, yeah. you know. It's, I've been really bummed about that, but trying to remember that. It's nothing I did directly. I even asked my doctor, I said, is it because I used to be a raging alcoholic before I got pregnant? <laughs> she said, No. No, that's not it. It just happens to some people. And right, yeah. she said it's honestly more of the, the progesterone and the estrogen. They're at double right, double the rate right now because you have twins. So it it affects and slows down your liver and your gallbladder. And Yeah, most of the um, babies in the NICU, whenever Lily was in the NICU, it was majority twins. So it was kind of nice, though, because... It wasn't doom and gloom because all the twins in the NICU are in the NICU just because they were born early. And that's just like routine is for them to go in there. So all they had to do is just what they call feed and grow. They're called feed growers. So all they have to do is yeah. just like eat and get a little more weight on them before they can ride in their car seat. So it was nice yeah. to like not be surrounded because there was there was one room that we were in in the NICU like units that had a baby mm-hmm. that was like really, really sick in it. And that was like really hard to go into the room to see my daughter and then also see that family. Which yeah. is, can't imagine. yeah, it's like, I'm already going through some shit in my head and that's fucked up to say, but like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> so I yeah, loved I getting mean, all the twin babies when I, like in the rooms with Lilia because it was a lot of like positive energy in the room. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, for sure. They were so cute. Yeah. They would always have like little matching outfits and the nurses would like decorate their, um, Oh, what the little like bassinets. The nurses will like decorate the bassinets at Erlanger with the um, like signs and stuff like that. They'll like doodle on them and stuff. So probably with the boy and girl, they'll probably do like little like um, boy girl themed. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so cute. If they decorate and you guys are end up in the Nikki, you have to send me pictures. 
Okay, well, let's they just do, hope she's not in the, the NICU stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. My high risk doctor. The goal is to get me to 34 weeks. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's not get like you to 34. You're good. The NICU stay for twins is not a bad thing. The NICU stay for twins is like the normal thing. So it's not like doom and gloom that you're going to be in the NICU, even though it's scary to think about that you're not going to have yeah. your babies with you. At least it's like. Yeah. It's just because they're little. Yeah, I'm hoping that's going to be worst case for me. Right. (laughs) Yeah, Lilia um, was at like breathing and stuff whenever she came out. Hers was really scary. See, that's scary. But she was a single baby and she came Mm -hmm. two months early. So her lungs weren't developed and they were like pumping me full of steroids and everything, trying to get me to like get her lungs developed quicker, you know? Yeah. So... I wondered if they would do that for me. It's so. very traumatic. They probably would. I, I think that that's like yeah. standard. If you like go into labor early or if they induce you early, they do it anyway. I don't think that my birthing is going to be standard at all. No. It's going to be very ah, You know what sucks though? Okay, so do prepare yourself for this. Mm-hmm. Whenever you go early, whether they are inducing you or whether you are you know, whatever you're being high risk. So they'll end up, you know, making you stay, um, in bed. So usually like, you know, you see like on the TV where they're like walking around, they're like having contractions and they can move around. You can't like do any of that shit. They like force you to stay in bed. So you can't even get up to go to the bathroom. So whenever I was in the delivery room, that sounds terrible. Okay. Yeah. But no, they (laughs) sit you on those tiny little pots and you always Uh miss. So you're constantly pissing all over yourself. Okay. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, I think I got to take a shit. And they were like, okay. So my husband puts the little like thing under me to like help me go to the bathroom. And they put you, they like bring the thing, the bed up into like a sit position. So it's like you're in the center of the room with like 15 people in there. And you're like on a throne trying to poop. (laughs) And you're like, this is a lot of pressure. I can't. (laughs) Don't look me in the eyes while I'm taking a shit. That's like the worst part was not being able to like get up and go to the bathroom and like move around and be comfortable. Genuinely, that was the worst part. <laughs> I would go through the labor and I would go through the epidural and all that stuff again. Just don't make me shit on that throne. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we talked about the um you're not really like having a nesting like kick or anything like that. So how are you like preparing right now to be a first time mom to not just oh a first time mom, but also to twins. Are you just like losing your fucking mind? I mean, internally screaming, <laughs> constant internal screaming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, just chilling. I'm just, I really, I don't think it's hit me. I don't, a lot of people are like, oh my God, two, how are you going to handle two? But I've never had one. So it's not, I'm, that'll be what I'm used to. Right. Two from yeah. the I wonder if that that'll makes it normal. easier. Like, it has to, I would imagine. Because it's just going to be your normal. Like, we both There's know no how to handle ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm worried for my husband, who's already had one. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and he has an expectation. Yeah. He'll be yeah, able to well, give he us. Took the first year. Yeah. He'll give you the perspective. Right. right. After it comes. But he, he took the first year of her life off work. So he stayed home. He was a stay-at-home dad for the first year. Wow. That she was around, so he'll especially know how hard it yeah. sucks, how much it sucks. 
because yes, he's yeah, he's going from one to two. I am just going straight to two because I'm an overachiever. <laughs> there. I'm an overachiever. No better way to be. <laughs> Do you have any like big fears as like being a new mom that stick out? I think I'm too ignorant to be scared. Does that make sense? Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially as a first-time mom. Yeah. I feel like there. I don't know how much there is to be scared about. I think that once they come, I'm gonna be like, "There's so much I didn't know." <laughs> Why didn't you guys tell me all this up? <laughs> Interesting fact: I have never changed a diaper in my life. I have either. either. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> I feel a little better. Yes, I had never either. Go. I had never even held a baby. Never even held okay, one. Okay, so I've held a baby, but but I don't like it. Yeah. I told Ryan he'd be the one holding all both like, the babies. What if I break exclusively? It? Yeah, right. That's the scary part. They can't even <laughs> hold their own heads up. That's terrifying. I know. That's scary. It could there just you go. Answer your off. question. Terrified to hold my children. Those are things that, like, <laughs> yes, you will think about that shit all the time. Oh. And you talked about like, okay, being like, I'm sure, like, you're just you're saying you're ignorant. But it's not even that. The scariest thing is that you will never fucking know because your your daughters and your son, daughters, your daughter and your son will be crying and you're like, okay, are they hungry? And then they're not hungry. They're still crying. You're like, okay, well, they, they're not changed. Why are they still crying? And you're like, but is something wrong? Like, you will never fucking know. And it'll always terrify you in your brain. You're like, is something wrong with them? Is something wrong with them? Is something wrong with them? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the thing is everyone's like, oh, you'll just know. You'll feel, you'll, no. you'll get no, to no, know no, their no. cries and you'll understand. And I'm like, I don't know how that's possible. It's not a okay. fucking language. You guys, my daughter, my daughter would cry 15 different ways and I wouldn't know the fucking difference. That's dumb. I don't, I never recognized mine's cries either, but there is something to be said about like mom instinct and like knowing if like she's okay yeah. versus not. To a yeah. degree. Yeah. Once you like, but the, the not like really with the infant stage, I feel like because with the like baby baby stage, with them crying, like there isn't like a like a difference in like behavior necessarily. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's not like behaviors that you're used to with an infant because like you just met each other. Yeah, like the first couple months is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like it's that's so scary because you're always like, so, I don't like, know that, what to do, and I'm yeah, tired. Every fucking person yeah. is the same. And the doctors would be like, oh, my God, you'll know. No, you fucking won't. Shut the fuck up, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, Karen. Yes. <laughs> For real, though. I'm not. I'm going to be. See, that's that's why I hope I can't breastfeed because I'm going to need my medication because I'm yeah. never going to sleep again. Never going to sleep again. If you try it and it's not working for you, do not feel like do not feel like shit if you have to stop choose yourself working are you going back to work after yeah i'm gonna go back to work i think my sister is going to stay home with the kids when they're first born and by stay home i mean go to my parents house my parents are doing a nursery at their house down the road i mean not down the road it's like 10 minutes away but but still she's gonna she's going to take off work i think she i'm not sure what if she's going to go down a part time or what? But she's going to be taking. Are you going to take your three months? Is that what you're doing? Is like a three months postpartum FMLA type thing? 
Well, I just got all my paperwork for that, so I haven't sorted it out yet. I don't know how much how much of that is paid, and I have to I have to figure out how much I how long I can go without being paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would like to stay as long as possible. My biggest fear is that you know they'll be in the NICU the entire time, and they'll be coming home around the time I have to go back to work. That's what scares me. That would be crazy if they were in the NICU that long. Yeah. That would be crazy. I'd be heartbroken. Yeah. That would be, like, way out of the norm. Yeah. And if I don't have to start my maternity leave early, that would be great. But I am working from home because of COVID, so. They had to resuscitate my daughter, and they were, like, doing CPR and all kinds of stuff whenever I had her. So that was terrifying to fucking watch. But once she was breathing and stuff on her own and she was fine, um... She was in like, she was in like full oxygen and everything. She had like all this stuff like all over her face, trying to breathe. She had like problems with jaundice, where they had like all these bilirubin lights. They were gonna do like blood transfusions, all kinds of shit. And she was barely even in there for a month. So, oh, well, good. And she had like medical issues that were that were happening. So, yeah, I would I would think Hopefully. it would be crazy if they stayed. <laughs> yeah, for longer than that. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. But in these twin mom groups, and I've got to get out of some of them, you know. From the and, negativity and stuff that they do. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's it's like unintentional negativity. Yeah. They're just telling their story, you know. But when I start comparing stories and realizing the norm is like 30 days in the NICU. Right. Or, but then you see some that are like, one of them was like 36 weeks and she had two days in the NICU. Right, yeah. And I got to go home with her kids after two days. Yeah. And then you hear about being able to take one home. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's just. It's... I only saw that happen once. All those twins that I saw leave because we saw them come and go, come and go, come and go. Every single one of them yeah. I saw, they left together except for one. And that was because they were having issues. So that's like yeah. the rare. So that's always good to yeah. remember is that it's like. Everybody's common. situation is different. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yep. Well, at least are you. Well, I wonder if you'll still be working from home then at that time i wonder if all this corona shit's still gonna be like that because if you're working from home it wouldn't be that big of a deal you could go back and start getting paid and like you're already working from home you know what i mean well the uh the new uh at 34 weeks i'll be it'll be december then it's right around the corner so i think we'll still be working from home i think so too i don't yeah also december's in like 20 minutes so fuck me (laughs) well and even with corona i feel like they would kind of have to be a little understanding. Maybe when you first go back to work, maybe you could ask to stay working from home for a while because Corona will still be present. It's not going to go away. So it would be scary to go to work. You can't catch it and bring it home to your kids. Yeah. Right. So they might I think that, yeah, might need to talk about at that. least let me do it. But they also, um, have, there, there's been talk that we, we won't be going back to the office at all. Oh, so, oh that'd be, yeah. that would be kind of nice, but also kind of shitty. See, that's what I said. I'm in my, I'm in my young, my young, oh, look at me driving my car that I just bought for the first time by myself. And I'm going to go to work in this fancy building and my fancy desk and everyone else is like, hell yeah, working from home. I'm like, I like the option, but I also like my workspace. Well, right. It's like, like routine. Work. It's nice to have yeah. structure. Like getting out structure. of the house, yeah. going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> a stay at home moms exactly. are like. Putting on a bra, <laughs> leaving my house, <laughs> not with a child. <laughs> I get dressed up and drive around the block just to pretend like I have a job. 
Right. <laughs> Walk out on the porch, act like I'm looking at something, and I'm like in full clothes. I'm like, ah. Oh, Sipping coffee. What a yeah. day. <laughs> what a day to go Checking out. <laughs> it's sad Ooh, because I'm those exhausted. are things that are actually happening. <laughs> That's okay. Those aren't made up. <laughs> So what kind of things do you feel like we've talked about your fears now? So what kind of things are you looking forward to the most? And it doesn't just have to be like infancy. It could be like way later in twin life. Cause your like perspective on parenthood is like so much bigger now. Cause you get to have two that are the exact same age. So you could have two little toddler feet running around. Oh God. Awesome. <laughs> 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 I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited about having a boy and a girl. That's really cool. Yeah. I think it's really cool that I'm gonna have one of each. That I've always, even when I was in high school, I didn't I didn't want kids, but I always thought to myself, oh, if I had twins, I would never name them like Nick and Nora. You know, like, <laughs> don't do that. To your twins. Come on. And I would get. I would. It's important to me that they have their own identity. Right. So the fact that there's a boy and a girl is like, oh, okay. Well, that makes it a little easier. Right. Because they're not going to feel like, you know, two girls, just the same human being automatically. They're going to be at least a little different. I'm a little annoyed that I'm going to have to get them their own separate bedrooms at some point, but. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. I didn't think about that. Yeah. True. Yeah. They can share a bedroom for now, but at some point they're going to have to. Yeah. Have their own space, which I grew up with my sister. We shared a bedroom and we were 22 months apart. And our first night in the new house where we had our own rooms, when I was 20 years old, we uh, I went and slept in her room because I was like, this is weird. I don't like being alone. Yeah, my girls so. are going to be in the same room for a while because we only have a two bedroom. We don't have a third bedroom. And so yeah. um, whenever she like starts out grow her bassinet, she's going in Lily's room. Mm-hmm. And so they'll yeah. they'll probably be together for a while because trying to afford like houses and shit. We were talking about this last night. It's like way out of the way out of view right now especially on a teacher's salary (laughs) that's funny yeah yeah same here and we moved eva's room to the office and moved our office to the dining room so yeah because i still want eva to have her own room while she's here is that i don't yeah well yeah it's her own space three kids in one room would be a lot yeah but i don't i'm trying to make it as trying to make it not be so different every time she's here. I don't want well, her and to have feel her feel comfortable. Forgotten about. Yeah. yeah. I don't want her to feel like I don't even have a room there. Right. You know? Yeah. This is still your house. When you're here, it's your house. Right. So I love that you're like that taking that much consideration. Like not only because she's not your child. Like even if she was, <laughs> shut we love up, that bro. you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> even if she was biologically yours, like just like you know, because some parents don't. They're like, "Fuck you, five of you in that room." Yep, I don't give a that shit that you're Jenna. twenty years apart. <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> I think if it was my kid, I'd feel more comfortable being like, "Fuck you, get over." Right. <laughs> I just she's she also used to live in Atlanta, so we had her every other weekend. Until they moved, uh, I guess it was three years ago, three or four years ago. So now that she has been moved for that long, it's, I have to make an extra effort to, just so that she feels comfortable with it. You know, if it was every other weekend still, like it always was, there would, I wouldn't have to put as much effort in because she would, it would just be that way. Right. You know, she would just be coming to her room. She wouldn't come back and 
not have a bedroom, you know, or have a different bedroom for, she was just here the other day. Okay. So, I, yeah, I have to, I try to make more of an effort, like mailing her Halloween cards and yeah. FaceTiming with her all the time and, you know. Keeping her the baby updates. Own. Yeah. Yeah. Just so she doesn't feel like we have this whole life without her. Yeah. Cause she's included. That was something she worried about before we got married. She was concerned that we would have a whole life without her and Aww. she had expressed that to me and I felt it was heartbreaking Yeah, because I understand it. Well, yeah. With her being far away, mm-hmm. she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really empathize with her too much because my parents are still married. Right. But. But you can make her feel good. Yeah. I do my best to because I don't know what it's like. Right. So I feel like I try to go above and beyond just in case. I think you're only the second person I've ever met whose parents were still together in my whole yeah, life. it's few and far between. Because Wes's parents are still together and now your parents are still together. Wes is the first person I ever met. when he, Whenever he and I first started dating, I had mm-hmm. literally just assumed that his dad, or, well, his name's, his name's Rick. I didn't know he was his dad at the time. I just assumed Rick was his stepdad. <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. So whenever Wes was like, no, he's my real dad, I was like, and they live together? <laughs> yeah. The whole they time? Are, <laughs> they do what? Like, yeah, it was yeah. such a foreign concept to me. I was like, you're genuinely the first person I've ever met whose parents are still together. It's oh, so sad. I'm trying to think <laughs> if I know anybody. Girl, right? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know that I really know anyone. Yeah, I know one, two. That might be it, two. Yep. Right? Okay. Good to know where the generations have gone with marriage. They fucking suck. I hope my marriage lasts. I feel like it will. (laughs) Yeah. Jenna's marriage isn't going to (laughs) last. What marriage? So with all the stuff that we've talked about, did you have a birth plan before? Were you like one of those people who were like, I want to do a water birth and I have all these plans. And then when you got pregnant, things started going. You're like, fuck it. Just get them out. So I downloaded one, a, like a PDF of a birth plan, just to get a feel from of like what it, what is a birth plan and all that jazz. And uh, no, I looked at it and was like, I don't know what any of this means. It's <laughs> it away. A lot of shit you don't care about. It's like I want the lights to be dimmed when the baby's born, and there's music playing. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah. I have it. Here. I have pulled it up. I'm looking at it like. This one says, I, during labor, I'd like music played. No. The lights dimmed. No. The room as quiet as possible. I mean, sure. Yeah, no, because I'm going to be screaming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You won't be that's screaming. True. If as, you have an epidural, you'll be fine. Quiet yeah, I didn't actually from scream. From everyone else. Are you going to yeah. have an epidural? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'll yeah, give you'll me be all the drugs. Listen, yeah. to the moms out there who didn't, I, like, seriously, I applaud you, but... I know. You know they gave me morphine. Do you feel like that's weird? Morphine giving morphine to a pregnant person. Yeah. They gave me morphine when Did I went you... into preterm. When I went preterm and I went in there, they couldn't give me an epidural yet because they were pumping me full of like magnesium, trying to prevent me from like continuing labor. My water had already broken everything. I'm fucking bitch. Wasn't stopping nothing. Yeah. But they were giving me morphine because they couldn't give me an epidural. 
Don't you feel like that's weird? I was like, is this okay? Did you deliver it vaginally? Uh-huh, yeah. That does seem strange. Right? Okay, thank you. And they gave me a bunch of morphine after, too. <laughs> after, I feel like, would be less strange. Because that's, like, that's a controlled substance. That's a narcotic. Yeah, I know. And they were like, well, and I was worried about it in the breast milk and stuff like that, but they were just, like, popping yeah. full oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because she was that's in the true. NICU, but I was like, whatever. Yeah, they, um... Because they don't, people don't tell you about uh, your fucking contractions after you have a baby. Okay. Yeah. I had not heard about that. Yeah. They, uh, it's not a fucking joke. It's like, okay, cool. I had a baby. That's great. All right. Now we're in here. And then it's like, what's happening? Your fucking uterus is contracting, trying to get small again. The good news is it only lasts for like 10 minutes max. Oh. It doesn't last long at all. I'm thinking like days later. I know no, Brooke makes it sound days. like six months later your uterus is gonna start contracting because of birth. No, it's like an hour. I think mine was like an hour after I gave birth. Mine wasn't immediate oh. because we had like gotten into the room, and I remember my whole fucking family was in there and they were like talking and having a great old time and I was like, <gasps> like it was like awful. Like I was having those contractions again and my grandma was like, everybody was just talking and having a great old time around me. My grandma was like, what's wrong with her? My mom was like. <laughs> She just had a baby. <laughs> Sorry. That's one thing I'm kind of thankful for for COVID. Is I'm pretty sure only my husband's allowed in there with me. So that's cool. I don't I'll think that. If, take that W. If Lily is going to be allowed. Oh, yeah. That would suck. I don't know what's going to happen with all that stuff. I'll probably, if she's not, I'll have to deliver alone because he'll have to stay with her. I don't know that we don't you're going like, to want family or anything. in the room sitter? while you deliver, though. Well, Do you no. Have a sitter? No. Even if I had a sitter, we couldn't afford somebody for that long. Labor ain't just a couple hours. It might be for your second. I hope. It's true. I um, the uh, thing's gonna walk right out. I even like with visiting though. I'm pretty sure it's just like one person to visit. I don't know if they would make an exception for a child. So that means that they'd have to like drop me off the door, and be like, "All right, have a baby, see you later," and like not come get me until we were coming home. <laughs> yeah. So that would stress me out. Yeah, it does stress me out. I'll fly out there and watch her for you, Brooke. Well, we've talked about having like, um, like Susan come or maybe my mom come or something, but that's kind of unpredictable. You don't know when this baby's coming and I'm not really willing to like host somebody in my house for like a month waiting for the child to come. Absolutely not. Yeah. So yeah. So, but the alternative is to ha- go into labor alone. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll be fine. I'm one of those, though, that, like, when I'm in pain and, like, in labor and shit like that, like, I want to be alone. Like, whenever I give myself my shots yeah. that I have to do, I, everybody has to be out yeah. of the room. I'm like, get the fuck out. Leave me alone. Let me give my shot. You can even ask Jenna. Whenever I was, like, going through shit with breastfeeding, I, wa- I would hide. I would go away and I would, like, pump and do shit, like, by myself. Like, don't come around me. And I wouldn't listen, but yeah, she wanted to be alone. Literally, she would like knock on the door and she'd be like, what you doing? I've got like both titties out, slurping out some milk. She's like coming in and she's like talking about how she wanted clam strips from Captain D's. I was like, you're going to get fucking AIDS. <laughs> God, get out of my house. Ew, and then she did. She went and got clam strips from Captain D's and ate them. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm still alive. Like, What's wrong with Captain D's? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> shut up! I used to watch Grey's Anatomy with you. What? 
That's what you were watching. <laughs> and that makes it okay for me, Captain D's? Bitch, not no. in my house. Makes it okay for me to come sit with you. Oh, keep yeah. Keep you I company. <laughs> I guess. Oh, the worst aunt I've ever had. Yeah, she's my niece. Isn't that weird? Super weird. And she's older than me. Super weird. Yep. By two years. She's older than you? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. That's funny. She's older than Wes, too. Because Wes is only a year older than me. It's all a right? marriage thing. Yeah, whenever Jen and I got married. <laughs> yeah, when we got married, I was older. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say nobody's older than Ronnie? Ronnie's just old as fuck. <laughs> He's like 44. He's 37. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> Oh, he's over there feeling real insecure because <laughs> <laughs> he can hear you. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have to give him a blowjob. I know. <laughs> gonna I'm have sorry to. about the podcast. <laughs> Look, now he's going to be expecting. Great. <laughs> Fuck. Now he's just going to put it on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> put it on my tab. <laughs> oh, my God. It's called the broken promise tab. <laughs> yes i have one of those do you have any like delivery fears like ideally you give birth vaginally you don't have to have a c-section nothing goes wrong like full good normal delivery like do you have any fears um so that's already off the table for me yeah you have to have a c-section well not all twins do but i do right yeah well most do i know like a lot of twins do it's not like crazy uncommon yeah well, I can, I, she gave me the choice. My regular OB gave me the choice before I had to go to the high risk. But now that I've got the cholestasis diagnosis, I'm not comfortable delivering vaginally. Yeah. It's going to be safer for them both to do a C-section. Okay. And probably you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you won't poop on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might still. I might do it on purpose. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, oh, man, <laughs> I missed so it on that. Come check me, doctor. I might, even have the, <laughs> I might even have the nurse shave me. <laughs> we need to make this real. Just so get the full experience. I'm going to start pushing now. They're like, ma'am, you're not even dilated. Like, <gasps> oh, yes. Please do. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm scared. I am scared, but as long as they're safe. Is it like normal That's fears though? Thing. Just like fear of surgery, fear for your children's safety, like normal fears or anything yeah. crazy? No, nothing crazy. I I think it's really cool that they like take all your organs out and set them next to you or something. Ew, That's what's wrong with cool. you? <laughs> fucking. <boring. laughs> I mean, if they let me see it, I'd look, but I don't think they let you see it. Oh, oh no! I think that they so probably cool. will. Whenever I delivered and my placenta came out, they like they like take it away, and I was like, wait! I was uh-huh. like, I want to see what just came out of me, and they literally like showed me the bucket of like my sh- like everything that came out of my body. It was so cool. My placenta was <gasps> massive, and it was like purple and like blue. It was so pretty. Ugh. I was like, God. I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was high on morphine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so oh, well, cool. <laughs> I just gotta chill. Oh my god. I'm, I'm that way too. I'm that way without the morphine. I mean, I kind of want to see mine. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I, I want to touch them. 
I wonder what it'll, you'll have to let me know. I can't wait to do like after you've had the babies because I've always wanted to know what C-section is like. Like during, I know like the recovery and everything is like crazy similar to vaginal delivery, no matter what people think, the pain and everything I know is like very, very similar. So, but what I want to know is during the C-section, like, do you feel like the pressure? Can you like, like, what do you feel? Cause you're awake. Yeah. I don't know. I can't wait for you to tell. I can't wait for you to, to hear all that. <laughs> I know. Is Ronnie oh. going to come in there with you? Is he going to pass out? Uh, no. He, Eva was delivered via C-section. Oh, was she? Oh, okay. Been there, so done he's that. he's used to it. Yeah. Yeah. He does not want to cut the umbilical cord. I did ask him that. Yeah, Wes didn't want to either. I think he ended up doing it oh, anyway, but... <laughs> There was no one else around, so yeah, I don't remember. To. I think his was like peer pressure, though. The doctor was like, "Just do it, just do it." It was fucking weird, oh but the, he didn't want to do it either because it's like that's scary. Like, am I gonna no, do Ronnie it right? Yeah, Ronnie will straight up leave there <laughs> if they try to pressure. Fuck you, no, I'm out. That, he'll be like, "Nope." He's like, "Emily, you heard this. You heard what they're doing to me. I have to go outside." And then I'd be like, "It's fine, honey." Why doesn't he want to cut it? Is it the same reasons? Like he's scared to, to like fuck it up type of thing. To fuck it up, and it just—he's afraid that he would like never lose that image. Yeah. In his brain. Right. So like I—I I don't blame him. No. I wouldn't want to either. That's like whenever Wes and I were talking about it. Whenever we first had Lillian, he was like, "You know, would you be mad?" And I was like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> yeah. I don't like. If why does that matter to me? Want to? <laughs> right. Yeah. No. No, he doesn't want to. And I don't, That's not a memory that, like, you think about. Like, it, it literally isn't important. If it's important to the dad, no. cool. If it's not, cool. <laughs> I can't remember who yeah, cut mine. either way. Right. Like, yeah. right, exactly. Like I, like, I don't know. I don't know who cut mine. I don't know if it was Wes or not. I've never actually asked. So you probably won't even remember. That was another thing on the birthing plan was, do you want to catch your baby? Do I have to do everything? <laughs> Who's throwing it at me? <laughs> Why am I even in a hospital? Right. <laughs> I'll just do this shit myself. Right. Fucking weird. No, I don't want to catch my own baby. What does that Pull mean? it up out of yourself? Yeah. No, absolutely no! not. No! Absolutely not. Go, go, gadget arm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. The um, C-section. You'll. I can't wait to hear about that. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> Pumped. We talked about breastfeeding a little bit, but do you think it's going to be hard to breastfeed two babies if you if you're able to? I mean, I know you said that maybe you won't be able. To. Yeah, um, I mean, I've read some, I watched some videos of twins, you know, like nursing. Do you hold them both at and the I same time? Mm-hmm. You can hold them like football. Yeah, like footballs. Yes, I literally, yeah. I literally had said tell. that. Yes. And just pull my titties in whatever direction you want, I guess. Right, yeah. It's going to be, <laughs> I am but a vessel. So. Are you going to get one of those, like, um, twin boppies? Have you seen those? Yeah, I registered for one that's kind of like, one of the pictures it showed was like a, the woman had it strapped to her like it was a table. Yes! She was standing up and it was strapped around her. And she just had both her babies like this. And I was like, <laughs> ah, that, I want that. <laughs> I want, to, I want to be a walking table yes. for my children. Make sure you widen all your door spaces. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's true. I have to walk in sideways. Might bump somebody on the head, but it'll be fine. They're bouncing. Everything's fine. Right. They're next to like this. It's fine. <laughs> they couldn't hold them up in the first place. <laughs> Do you feel like you have a lot of 
breastfeeding pressure? Not really, no. Good. I don't, I've, I'm trying to go into it with as little expectations as possible. Um, to, for all of it, for everything, for breastfeeding, for birth, Absolutely. for delivery, for all of it. I just want to show up and be like, you, you tell me what to do with my hands and I'll do it. Right, exactly. Man, whatever they're showing you, you safe, happy babies. Whatever they're showing you how to breastfeed, they like mm-hmm. will just pull your titties in all kinds of different directions, and it's like they're like <laughs> sandwiching the titty in the baby's mouth, and you're like, okay, I can do this, but you will never get the same angle that they get. So you'll have to like just like figure that shit out on your own. You think that they'll help you, but they don't help you. That's one the, of those mom um, instincts. Yeah, ah, but it's also it. not. <laughs> it's also not an instinct. I think that the biggest thing. Yeah to remember with all that stuff is to like value your mental health. I did not yeah. do that. And that's like my biggest regret. And like my early childhood is to like value your mental health. When like, when you start to feel it, call it quits. <laughs> Fuck everybody and everybody's opinions and all that shit. Like if you feel like you need to, like we were talking about like your medicine, like if you feel like you need to stop breastfeeding so you can go back on your medicine, do it. Or if you feel like you want to stop breastfeeding just because you don't like it or maybe it hurts or maybe you feel like you're not doing it well enough or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like That's solid it. advice. I don't, do I it. guess I don't judge people for all of that. So I don't, I don't think about it that right. way. Like I don't feel the pressure because I don't, I don't judge other moms who have issues with breastfeeding or don't like because I don't care. You know what's fucked up? up to me. Is that it's not my business? Most of my pressure didn't come from other parents because I didn't really talk to other mom friends anyway. Most of my pressure yeah. came from my doctors. Huh. Most of that pressure comes from the breast is best and your doctors and everything being breastfeeding relating and the constant question for you, well, are you breastfeeding? Well, are you breastfeeding? Are you breastfeeding? You know, the breast milk is the best. Breast milk is the best. So the doctors are always like, we, you know, you'll never have to quit breastfeeding because we provide all this stuff. Breast, 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 breast. Like it's, it's everywhere. And the fucking Yeah, we hospitals. can get you this support. We can get you that support. Ugh. We can help you. We can do this. We can do that. Like they, they it's honestly, trap. they never stop. That's where they I definitely have not had that yet. I didn't either. I haven't had that yet. I'm only halfway through, but still, like that—that's good to know that it's coming. Yeah, they well, it comes from the the be. pediatricians. It comes from the yeah, hospital right. doctors. It comes yeah. from the hospital nurses. That's so where, like, like I fully felt on. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so tell them right, to pediatrician. fuck off. I'm gonna need one of those. Whenever I told, yeah, right. Hey, Dr. Davis at Highland Pediatrics in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Shout out, she was amazing. Um, okay. Whenever I had told my doctor. It was not Dr. Davis, but whatever I had told the previous doc that we had that we did not like that um, I was thinking of coming off of breast milk and switching over to formula because I wasn't making enough to like keep up with her feeds and all that stuff um, yeah. and needed to supplement. She like straight up tried to convince me that I needed to just push through it and never once like valued me and like my opinion and my mental health and me telling her that I was like. I, I needed to stop because <laughs> it was driving me fucking crazy. It didn't matter to her. So do you know what's good for the baby is what's good for the mom. Yep. Right. That's absolutely you right. You know, like your baby needs a happy mom. That's what's important. And I said, well, I, it's easy for me to say that now. I say that now like, duh, of course. And then when I get there, I'm going to, it's going to be, I'm going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. It's one hundred. Well, that's what I'm so sad. Brooke and I were talking yeah. about it last night and a big part of it too is like your guilt. Like even though we Brooke and I both felt like, you know, a fed baby's a happy baby. The minute that we both had to start supplementing, 
with our with our yes. daughters. It was like mental. Oh my god! Like you feel like such a failure. I cried. Well, it's, it's good to know that's coming. Honestly, because I've got. I mean, the state of mind I'm in now is the only thing I have to go on. So I feel like I'm going to be fine, but who knows how I'm going to feel when it's my turn, right. you know, when I'm actually breastfeeding and I can't, or I don't want to anymore and I feel guilty about I'm going to, I know I will. Yeah. What I would hope though, is that you will feel guilty just because you're a mom, whatever, that's normal. Yeah. But what I'm hoping for though, is that by Jenna and I, <laughs> by Jenna and I telling you this is that when the time comes and you're in that situation, maybe you can reflect and be like, oh, wait. This is happening. <laughs> yeah. This is happening. When, I, when I call you crying from a closet. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, my titties. <laughs> what do I do? I have the worst. <laughs> Not only are they ugly, <laughs> they don't work. Do your boobs hang low? <laughs> do they dribble on the flow? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The. I'm, I'm hoping that by telling you this stuff that like whenever it does start to like sneak up on you because it will sneak up on you. It's not like it's not like you'll notice it until it's happened and you're like, oh, shit, because thinking back, I didn't know any of this shit. And then thinking back on it now, I'm like, I needed help. I needed help. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. asked for it. I didn't know. Wes fucking knew. And he was like, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to ask for help so much easier said than done but for real yeah for real, for real. And, and, no i mean you're right i've i already don't ask for help <laughs> when i know i need it we so. i feel like are really lucky though because like emily and i we have fantastic husbands so we have a lot of support and jenna your family your mom you had that support you know like you had the ability to be able to to say hey my titties feel like they're falling off. I remember you specifically telling me a story about your breastfeeding and like you, your nipples were chafed. You had like oh, really yeah. bad, like chafing from like Cassidy, like sucking and stuff. And I specifically remember you telling me a story that just like inspiration. Your mom is beautiful. So she like was sitting there like rubbing your back and stuff. I don't want to make you cry. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was ahead. like rubbing your back though. And she was like, telling you like it's okay it's just a little bit longer she just needs to get through it because like you have to wait for like your nipples to heal and shit like whenever like you have like that chafing and the what's it called when they when like your nipple gets pulled and it like it doesn't really like shape but it like stretches the skin out it creates like a it's painful tear in it Yeah. yeah but yeah i remember you like talking about that and like you having that support so I feel like we're lucky in that sense that we at least all three have are going to have support in it. Can I just say that all sounds fucking awful? Everything you just said. <laughs> it is. It doesn't happen but- to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly what she was saying, like my mom sat there next to me and I like I was feeding Cassidy and I was just bawling, like bawling as she's sitting there eating. And I was just crying, crying. My mom just sat there and she just rubbed my back. She's like, it's OK. I promise it does get better. It's going to be okay. It does heal. Like, this does not last forever. So, like, when you have that, because it's not an if, it's a when. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. your nipples are all of a sudden being used and abused like they've never been before. Mm-hmm. And it hurts, but it does go away. Because they do yeah. eventually get used to it. So, the moment that it feels like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore... I don't give a fuck what the doctors are telling you. Listen to me. Yes, get through that little bit, 
because that part does yeah. get better. Unless you mentally cannot handle it and you don't want to do it, then fine, quit. I'm still not going to judge you either way. But I promise that part of it does get a little bit better in, a, in another day. I don't know. I didn't have the nipple yeah. thing. I feel like a lot of it is like you're latching too. I didn't have the nipple. Oh God, I can't remember what it's called. I'm like trying to find it right now. Um, I didn't have like the nipple tear until it was my own fault because I was exclusively pumping because Lilia couldn't latch without her sat levels dropping and she would like turn blue, which is fucking terrifying. Um, but I, <laughs> I would try to like pump faster cause I fucking hated sitting there being a milk cow for that long. So I would turn my breast pump all the way up and it was just like ripping my nipples off my chest. So like if you have like good latch and stuff like that, I know like not everybody gets it cause a friend of mine never had it. And I was, she had like the perfect breastfeeding experience. She's so precious. What is it called? Nipple. I don't know. I'm trying to look it up too. We'll come come back to that. Nipple engorgement. We'll find it for our breastfeeding episode. Cracked nipples. No, there's something more to it. Cracking in the nipple. (laughs) There's got to be something more to it. I don't know, but it hurt for a minute. No, it is. It's cracked nipples. That's what it's called. It's nipple cracks. Cracked nipples. That's what it's called. I'm going to do more research later. Medical News Today says okay, cracked nipples. Them. But yeah, no. Anyway. These aren't stories that will like happen to everybody. So I don't As feel I like... just got done telling her that it happens to everybody. <laughs> I don't know how you can say that because that's not true. <laughs> I know people who didn't have cracked nipples and they had chapped nipples, chafed nipples. They had like, like normal, they were like readily using their, uh, what's it called? What's the cream? Lanolin. Yeah. Linolin. Linolin. Yeah. They like would regularly use that shit and all that stuff and they didn't have their nipples like fall off. So. So what you're saying is I didn't properly take care of my nipples. Yes, absolutely. Okay. (laughs) Just checking. But yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like everybody has cracked nipples and cracked nipple shit. I don't know. So just like take like what we said with a grain of salt. <laughs> no, it's, it's word. It's gospel. <laughs> no, just no. <laughs> what matters is you, your situation, your babies, your husband, all that shit. And what we said. Oh, he matters. I mean, oh, he matters when he's helping you. <laughs> <laughs> when he's doing things for you, he matters. So you did this, right? You did this to me. But weren't the twins your fault? Oh, he did one. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have twins? They tell me. They tell me. No, it's I. I dropped two eggs. Is that is that really what it was? You just like dropped two eggs and they were mm-hmm. just like fertilized. And yeah, they like, were like, "You're getting old as fuck." Let's get out of here. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening this week. And thank you, Emily, for joining us. It was awesome to have you and hear your insight. We can't wait to have a follow-up with you once. Oh, thanks for having me. Once your babies are older. Get a touchy open (laughs) and take them out. (laughs) I can't wait. Oh, I can. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys... um, we are going to be doing a giveaway here soon within the next couple of weeks. So be looking out for that on all of our social media. If you guys want to um, swing by our Facebook page and give us a like and a follow, that way you can keep up to date with all the stuff that we're doing. And you can know when that 
giveaway is going to start, um, please feel free to do that. And we will see you guys on next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Good Mom Podcast. Don't forget to hit the follow button on Spotify or iTunes or whatever listening platform you are using. That way you don't miss a single episode released every Monday. 